0: Welcome back to the Lash Base Podcast. Today's episode is an interview with Lauren Cutler, or you may know her as Looks by LOL. This episode is going to dive deep into everything about Instagram. Um, as you may well know, Lauren uh, or LOL has been exploding on Instagram. She's been using it for several different reasons for her client base, for her academy, and for personal use as well. And she can give you so much advice, and it's definitely worth listening to this episode she's a great person she's got a great future in this industry uh, i'm going to keep quiet now and we're going to get straight into this interview if you do listen to it please make sure you screenshot and share it on social media and tag both me and um looks by lol on social media so we can see that you're listening uh, this is a great episode let's get started okay so here we are then so for those that don't know you Please give us um, an overview of who you are and your journey in the lash industry so far.
1: So, uh, hi everyone, I'm Lol, the owner of Looks by Lol, Looks by Lol Academy, and LBL Studio. Um, So I've been lashing for about four years now, Um, have always been self-employed, have always been full-time in my lash career and over the past four years I have just grown um, a beautiful client base and have managed to get my teaching qualification, start teaching and in the last lockdown I actually got myself a little studio which I now work full-time from and it's just going really well so far and I'm just loving it.
0: (laughs) Nice one. So you decided in a lockdown with all of the unknowns that you would take on a salon?
1: Yeah, it wasn't actually my plan to do that. I was almost given an ultimatum of you have nowhere to work or you have here to work from. And I didn't I had a choice. It was a very high risk choice, but. Sometimes you've got to take a risk to get the benefits out of it, and luckily it was a good risk. <laughs> it's
0: going well for you. Okay, so um, one of the reasons, and when, when I asked other people, who shall I get on the lash base podcast? I'd like to interview people that can bring value to the people that are listening to the podcast. Um, and your name was brought up several times because oh. it seems like um, at least since maybe the pandemic started, you um, and the awareness exposure that you and your personal brand have got has just exploded and it, it appears to have come down to how you seem to have managed or grown on your Instagram account um and obviously in when you answer this question feel free to let everyone know what your Instagram account is if they don't already know so they can go and see what what you've been doing but what changes did you make to achieve the growth that you have made over the last what it seems like I know it's funny it seems like a you've you've made this big growth overnight I know it doesn't work like that but what just did you make to achieve like this growth you have recently
1: well um well for those that don't follow me my Instagram is just looks by lol and do you know what Instagram's such a visually heavy social media platform and it wasn't until maybe a couple of years ago I started to really understand that and it was just bringing more of my personal life into my Instagram that I decide. I just think it's nice for your clients and your followers to see who's behind the Instagram. Some people might disagree, they might not think it's as professional, but I've, you know, I decided that my my personal Instagram is now my looks by lol Instagram, as well as my business Instagram. Um, And using it for my business help, has helped it grow so much. I mean, 80, 80% of my clients come through, you know, Instagram, but I just find that making it more, You know about myself has what has made it really grow, and people forget I have had that Instagram account a very long time. I feel like if I jumped on the bandwagon maybe three and a half years ago, I probably would have so much more followers now. But I've only just been working on it consistently, and you know, thinking a lot more about it only the past couple of years. But it's it's just absolutely crazy what goes on with it at the moment. It is,
0: yeah. That's that's one thing I've noticed as well is if you if you do want to well for stars if you want to grow on Instagram you've got to understand why you want to grow on Instagram it's not just a case of like like you've already kind of you've explained between the lines there of what you were saying it isn't like well I just decided I want to have lots of followers you've done this so that it gets you more clients you've mm-hmm. done so that people within the industry do know who you are because you have training as well uh, yeah. so you've had a plan with with your growth and like you said 80% of your current client base found you from Instagram so do you think that since posting more personal stuff that has helped people commit to you or trust you more with being a becoming a client
1: yeah definitely I feel like the area in which I live um they've kind of and all the lash techs in my area kind of have caught onto that trend of posting more of your personal life and where I live is is more of a smaller area I'd say. So I feel like my clients do like to see the person behind the lashes and I just kind of thought about myself and when I was booking in for lash extensions years ago I liked seeing who was behind the page and you know it was always a bit scary for me just turning up somewhere and they just had photos of lashes and nothing about themselves on their page but I feel like especially with lockdown and not and you know not having many lashes to post because it wasn't fresh content I just delved into it and I don't have anybody who seems to have a problem with you know bringing my personal life into my Instagram and you know I'm super busy my clients you know they get to know me through Instagram they get to know me in person they they ask me questions about I saw you did this the weekend on your Instagram like and it just brings like your relationship closer with your clients I find.
0: I completely agree with that I I Equally, I don't remember the last time I had logged in or checked my actual personal Instagram account because I yeah. my Lash Base Jamie account for a lot more of the personal stuff. And to be honest, like exactly like you've just said, I share the fact that I have a couple of kids and what I get up to with my kids because people also like to know who I am in real life and again people have kids so they like to see and relate to those types of things too and I think it's the same with you of sharing the things that you get up to I think you've shared some of the um yeah like clothing related things I you on your Mm -hmm. account and stuff like that and I know that um the type of person that that comes and gets lashes from you and those types of people are really interested in that side of things too
1: Yeah, they are. It's, it's weird, really, because I didn't, like you said earlier, I didn't ask for the followers, they just kind of came along with it. And I think people think sometimes, oh, she's more focused on her followers than my clients, which isn't the case at all. But you know, Instagram is a separate full-time job and I have benefited very nicely from my Instagram. I do get, you know, sent free clothes. Like you just said, I put my clothes on Instagram, I now get sent free clothes, but my main priority is still my clients on Instagram and you know, making sure I do still keep posting my lash related things and client-related things.
0: Yeah, exactly. It just adds another dimension to you. And I think it like you already know, it helps people decide that you're the person they'd like to do their lashes anyway, because they know you personally. Um, so with Instagram, um, I know this is a pretty broad question to ask you, So, uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. Top tips for growing on Instagram.
1: Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so, so many things that you can do to grow on Instagram. I think one of the main things which I've already spoken about is, you know, letting your personality come across on your Instagram don't try to be somebody else. Just just be yourself. Even if you don't want to post pictures of yourself because you're not confident, let it come through in your captions. Let it come through in your stories. How you educate your clients and your followers. You need you know you need to be consistent. Consistency on Instagram and social media is key. Um, you need to have that constant flow of traffic on your page to you know have people view your page, and that's how you become more successful you know create create a brand for yourself a theme for yourself let people know what they're looking at when they come to your page Um, I think reels are a massive thing on Instagram at the moment. Um, I have noticed since I've started posting more reels, some of them just go completely viral. And some others, they'll only get 100 views. It's crazy. Like the algorithm for that is mental. But I think that is a very big part of Instagram at the moment. It's a new trend that's coming about from TikTok is the reels, 100%.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think the algorithm for reels is actually pretty clever because there's been times when um, it was only few days ago I decided and watched someone's video and it all it was was a video tutorial in how to make a certain uh, trend of real that's it mm-hmm. I watched that I well, thought that was good so I clicked onto the guy's page and watched a couple more of his tutorials in how to edit a certain video or something to do to make a certain effect which I thought was interesting maybe come in handy for me with some content creation and then ever since I've done that I now get to see a lot of other tutorial type content creator videos based on what I saw before. So it works the same for lash artists. If you're using uh, the right hashtags and you, um, uh, the algorithm picks up the correct, like you're a lash artist or you're doing lashes, someone watches that, they're gonna, it's more likely they're gonna see more of that. Um, and likewise, if you're the one that wants to try and get f- further reach, if you can get somebody to watch your video and people watch it all the way through, obviously or engage with it then it's more likely that you'll go even more viral and be shown to more and more people it's almost like they're they're kind of trying to model the TikTok algorithm with reels
1: yeah definitely 100% agree with that I mean most of my reels just come up with lash lash related things now because that's what I look for on Instagram um but yeah I definitely think reels are a big upcoming thing that people need to get more onto doing
0: definitely okay so what's the worst thing that you see other lash artists doing on Instagram and obviously I'm not asking you to pick on anybody or, or <laughs> they're just just genuine, something uh something you see them doing that you think is either not worth it or could be damaging them
1: um this is a difficult one because I was I'm trying to think about this but I, I kind of feel like the one thing that I sometimes see on Instagram and it And it just makes me kind of shudder a little bit. I'm like, that's just very unattractive, is when I sometimes see a lash artist do an Instagram story, obviously slating a certain client they've had in that day, but obviously trying to make it look like it's anonymous. And I just think it looks so unattractive when they're like, please don't do this, and I've got this. And it's you don't approach your client base and your followers that way. You just need to be a lot more graceful about it and it's something I keep seeing and I have it, I can see it with younger lash artists that have only been in the industry a few months, but I also see it with lash artists that have been in the industry a long time. And it's just, there's a certain way you've got to be, you know, you're going to lose your relationship with your clients. And I just think that it's just how you put in yourself across. I just think that sometimes I see things like that on Instagram and I just think that people should need to be way more graceful about that.
0: Yeah. I don't get what I mean. <laughs> no, I do. I see it all the time. And I think, like you said, they, they they put it out there as if they're being talking like a, it's an anonymous person, as if they're not going to be hurting or, or or affecting anything. They're just putting it out there. But all they're doing is venting their own anger and it makes other clients feel like, oh, um, that's not a very nice thing to say about someone. The person that they're probably talking about definitely also knows that they're being Mm-hmm. being passive aggressively spoken about and it's just not professional at all and yeah I would agree that that is definitely something that needs to it doesn't need to be done it just doesn't need to be done straight yeah. up
1: yeah that's just yeah it's one of my main things I probably see because I follow a lot of lash artists and you're probably thinking I was going to say something they do with like isolating or whatnot but for me the main thing is how they put themselves as their own brand across on Instagram and that's the main thing to me
0: yeah definitely okay well um to do with posting do you schedule your posts
1: um i have weeks where i do and weeks where i don't depending on how in the mood i am to do that to be honest um the weeks that i do schedule posts and i do plan it out i i will gain a lot of interaction from it i will gain a lot of new followers from it so it is totally worth doing um, there's an app on the app store called Preview, which I would recommend for everybody to get, yeah. I find that it really helps me out because you can upload posts to that, and it's private—only you can see it. And you, you know, if you want to have a certain aesthetic for your Instagram, that app is great. But not only for that, it does help you know deciding what you want to post and when you want to post and what you want to post next. Um, sometimes I do like little mind maps as well and I'm completely stuck in a row What, what haven't I posted in a while? I haven't posted, you know, sharing a lash map for a lash artist. Let's make sure I get that posted this week. So I'm not too, I do think about it quite a lot, but I don't overthink about it because I know that sometimes that can make me a little bit crazy and want to get off social media for a year then.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the thing is when you, good social media posts often do come from just where you're not thinking about it when you actually try and think too hard is when you force stuff that doesn't ever really take off the way um, as well as it should um and yeah as a full time lash artist lash trainer like everything that you're doing and i'm sure people listening to this as well it's the same having finding the time to be able to put in um a lot of scheduling hours of uh, posts and batch work and stuff although it can be helpful once done it isn't realistic a lot of the time uh, no
1: it's, it's not I, I really like i think a lot of people don't realize how unrealistic it is as well
0: yeah definitely i know it seems obvious like we sit here and we we at lash base will schedule our posts we'll plan our week we'll uh, plan our month we'll plan um, all sorts but that's because we're a team of people sat here and it's our job Um, Mm -hmm. not like we're lash artists working eight to 16 hours a day with tweezers in our hands and then have to try and squeeze in the rest of it so yeah I see how it's sometimes unrealistic for a lash artist definitely and on on those sort of lines how um, with the success that it it appears that you're having on Instagram and with your career at the moment especially since the industry's come back how are you managing to uh, manage your personal life and work life do you have a balance do you think there is such a thing
1: do you know what Um, I'm really guilty at the moment for not having a balance um hence why I've taken a day off today because I need some more balance in my life um I find my personal life and my work life they clash a lot at the moment and it probably is just the fact that we've come out of lockdown and I'm just trying to fit everybody in um And you know what, like, I do concentrate on work probably far too much at the moment. So, you know, I've decided that does need to stop. So I've gone through my diary and I've made sure to cut some work days a bit shorter, not every day of the month, just a few random days, maybe a week or a month. You know, booking that extra day off a month because it's so important to have a you day and just ignore your work for the day but when your work is your baby it's it's so hard I mean I lash back to back five six days a week 12 hour days most of the time and, and I, get, I get my weekend off but I'm bombarded with friends and family and partners who who want to see me and go for nights out and then you go back to work the week after and you're shattered again so I have definitely learned from this it's so important that Even though you want to fit in that extra client and you want to fit in that extra day of work, sometimes you've just got to tell yourself no. And I found that since I have started doing that, I've felt so much better in myself and I can enjoy more things like my home life and then keep my work life separate. Um, So it's just super important that people understand they do need to do that. It's okay to have that extra time off.
0: Yeah, I feel like having setting those boundaries, sticking to them is key for like longevity of a lash career. And that's something that I don't know if the newbies are getting taught because they're the ones that get straight away caught up in the I must squeeze everyone in. And again, it's, it's even like you said, it's even happened to you and you've been around long enough now to know better. Um, and it's only now that you're realising again, yeah, look, I really need to take control of this Um And hopefully you'll see that it will work out for you anyway, even better than um, trying to squeeze everybody in.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I just think that, you know, it's it's nice being busy. It's nice being back to back, but you're just going to make yourself poorly at the end of it. You're never going to have time for yourself, your social life.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, um, talking of balance um, when it comes because we're talking about Instagram here, if how do you find the right balance of posting personal stuff and work-related stuff? You've already said that like you do use your work-related one now, work Instagram for personal use as much uh, um, as you do work use. How do you find the right balance uh, to continue to be able to show your authentic self as well as being able to grow your business?
1: Um, I tend to keep it 50-50 really. I mean, now that I I rarely go onto my personal Instagram it's all private and I can't remember the last time I actually opened it up and a lot I do literally just live on my looks by lol Instagram now so you know my days off I'm I'm showing what I'm up to on my days off and my stories but in the week when I'm at work I'm always posting like you know clients retention full sets that I've done infills that I've done um and I do, I do kind of look at my Instagram at the end of the week and I'm like, what have I posted more of this week? Personal. Okay, let's make sure we get some more lash content on there. So for example, today I've posted um, a video of me cleaning my lashes for my clients because it is important not to get a bit too carried away, you know, with your own life, because then you might end up losing some clients, you might end up losing some of those original lash followers that followed you for your lash posts. So I do try and keep it 50-50 now. Um, but yeah it's just a case of posting what I'm up to on my days off and my evenings off and then when I'm at work I'm posting what I'm up to at work as well.
0: Yeah excellent okay. Um well the question um because I know you have a lot on your plate at the moment but what has looks by lol got planned for the future?
1: Um it's currently a bit cloudy I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I can I wish it wasn't but it's just I'm so crazy manic at the moment just lashing clients back to back it is a little bit cloudy um I'm kind of just living each day as it comes at the moment and I have so many huge things I would love to do to evolve looks by lol but I think it's something that I'm going to start thinking about in the new year you know once you know this year has been such a you know, it's lockdowns and COVID and this and that and everything's been up in the air. So I think start of the year, fresh new start, fresh new things for Looks by Lull. Um, I think that it might be a case of I do need to cut down my client base to make it a little bit smaller, um, or even hiring an assistant, because the workload and the admin is just getting a bit too much for me to even think about Looks by Lowell's future. And to grow my future, I do need to take some of the workload off myself. So right now it's just living each day as it comes and then hopefully in the new year um, I can start planning some exciting things
0: you know well, that is really refreshing to hear because I know that this question people feel like they have to have an answer they have to have a plan for one year two years five years ten years but it's perfectly okay to just be going with the flow and
1: oh yeah definitely
0: and, and what will happen will happen. And you will you will find that time, like you said, in the new year, you'll find a moment in which you will make a plan or a plan will become apparent and you'll work towards that. So I think that's a, um, I didn't expect that, I must admit, but that's a really <laughs> good answer to know that, that you are just going with the flow. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, 100%. And you know what? There's so many lash artists in lockdown that have you know they've been bored and they're like what can we do next and there's so many people launching their product lines launching their academies and everybody's doing something at the moment and I kind of almost feel a bit overwhelmed by how amazing everyone's doing so I have taken the back seat of it and I am just letting myself take each day as it comes because I just feel like I can't get a clear head and think what I want to do next so it is totally okay if you do feel like that like You don't have to be that person who's always at the start, you know, the front of the race. Like you can, you know, technically be the turtle to the hair, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is at the end of the day, um, it's an infinite game. Uh, It is your, you versus you. You're not, it's not like, Oh, look at that person. They're suddenly bringing out a product line. Oh, I've got to try and think of something. And then you force what you think you should be doing. But you're in, if you're, um, Passion is lashes and you you have a career in lashes then you've got five years 10 years 20 years 30 years whatever you want there's no there is no end line there's no like finish line where that people are just going to stop you and say right that's it now this is where you came you came in last place no one's going to be saying that to you so it is um, when the time comes or when the right opportunity comes which it always will and it always does it especially when you're not trying to force it And then that's the time that you'll be able to um, take a step forward uh, for your own business.
1: Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And that's what I always say to people that are messaging me. I'm like, you just do you take a step back and just, you know, let let it come to you when it comes to you.
0: Yeah, I'll get that. Okay, so um, moving on then. Next question. Who do you look up to in the lash industry?
1: Uh, I get asked this all the time, you know, and I can't choose, I can't choose anybody because there's too many people working their asses off and doing so well at the moment. And you know, I look, I look through my Instagram and I look at who I'm following and I'm like, they're doing so amazing. I love that they've done that. Oh, I wish I could do like there's just too many people to choose from. And as I said a moment ago, everyone's had this amazing motivation in lockdown to boost their businesses and you know get their own product lines start their own academies up and it's just so inspiring like everybody in the lash industry to me is very inspiring and it's just because they're all doing so well at the moment and I'm very proud to see that our industry is doing amazingly well after the after what we've had to go through it's just everyone who's working hard that I can see is is inspiring to me I, I literally cannot choose just one or two or three lash techs it's literally too many people I
0: agree with that I think if anybody's in the industry still right now if they were in the industry before this pandemic and they're still in the industry now then you are a huge success like that is that is amazing that you've made it this far okay so most embarrassing thing to happen during lashing either to you or to a client
1: um (laughs) <laughs> I don't really know Like I've always been very lucky like I've looked luckily I've not had like a, c- a completely mortifying moment um you know I've had times where the lash glue m- might have dropped into somebody's white hoodie which has absolutely been <laughs> terrible <laughs> and you don't know what to do you're like do I offer to pay for that do I, do I just keep quiet um we've had times where one of the girl- the nail girls downstairs she brought her dog in and he got loose and ran upstairs trying to cuddle and lick one of my clients on the bed and jumped up on her, which was obviously more. Luckily, she yeah. liked docks, but that was also, again, a yeah. bit embarrassing. I've had clients, you know, pass wind, snore <laughs> when they're, you know, on the bed, like loads of things have happened. But um, now I can't think of anything that's actually been too hideous that I, it literally makes me go red thinking about it. I've been really lucky. So touch wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> touch wood. It yeah, happens, like but yeah pretty normal stuff that i think's happened every day i think the worst thing probably is getting lash glue black lash glue on somebody's white hoodie the one time i was literally mortified by
0: that God. did you take did you say anything or did you let her leave
1: uh, i'm not gonna lie i kept a bit quiet about that
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was literally like i don't know what to say however she was um it was kind of her fault as well as my fault she i had um one of those jade stones next to me and I told her to keep still and she kept shuffling and moving so uh, yeah
0: that's it blame one of (laughs) those (laughs) okay then so biggest accomplishment to date
1: um definitely taking on my own little studio in in the first lockdown that was a very scary big risk thing and luckily it's gone well for me but I think I could I never saw myself doing something like that so soon I always imagine that would be like my five-year future plan having my own studio and it's happened a lot sooner than I expected so I'd say that for me is my biggest biggest accomplishment right now um yeah def- I think with the situation in-, in how it happened with the lockdown I think yeah 100% that
0: yeah nice one okay um, and if you could go back to when you first started what advice would you give yourself
1: Um, Probably to be a lot more confident and not to worry what's going on around um, going on around you Um, and also to get stuck into, you know, volume lashes a lot sooner and to be more confident in trying out new styles and not following the, the rule book of lashing, I suppose. Obviously, we have rules in the lash world we have to follow, but I kind of wish that I dived into it a bit sooner.
0: Yeah, I agree that the rules are, I'd say, more like guidelines uh, to be tested, aren't they? Because there are certain things that we used to say definitely don't do this about three years ago. And now it's completely the opposite. So, yeah, you only find out what works and what doesn't. And you learn things and the industry grows when you do bend the rules. So, yeah, I I agree.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. And also to obviously like not to compare yourself and just to work on you and your own business, but it's hard because back when I started lashing, there wasn't many lash techs around. So it was hard to even, you know, gain inspiration from other people. That's why, you know, I wish I kind of did dive into those more different styles and to stop following, you know, all the rules of the lash world back then. But it was a bit, it was a lot different back then.
0: Yeah, it definitely was. wouldn't it? I know it's, cha- it's changed so much and it is mm-hmm. in really in a relatively short space of time. Like the, the industry itself is still really, really young. Uh, yeah you think what it's going to be like in three to five years time, it will be completely different again. Um, oh, sure so it
1: scares me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's got to keep up with it, I guess. Right. Okay. Then. So what is well, this two part question? So first one is what do you like least about the lash industry?
1: Um, probably what we just spoke about actually how much it's how much it's changing and it's i feel like it's almost a bit pressured now i would say um whereas back then it seemed a lot even though you know it was harder to get you know push your business out there and stuff back then it just seemed a lot less pressured a lot easier whereas now i just feel like it's more pressured <laughs> i kind of miss the easiness of it back then
0: yeah that makes sense okay well then what do you like most about the lash industry
1: I like that your potential in the lash industry has no end and you know you can go a lot of places with the lash industry in your business if you put your mind to it and it's it's a very friendly industry it's a very supportive industry and it's an amazing industry to be part of that not many people think about you know in this beauty like people don't think about a beauty industry being how like I never thought the lash industry would be what it is today and I just think it's amazing how lovely everyone is and supportive and there's no competition anymore like that they- like they used to be and it's just like when I say competition I mean I saw your post the other day where people used to not want to tell you what glue you used and yeah. <laughs> what lash yeah. trays you used. Whereas now everyone's so nice and they're friendly and they're like, yeah, I use this. Yeah. Copy my lash mapping style. It's great. So I think it's just nice to see how supportive it is.
0: It's crazy how much that part of it has changed. I must admit now you, what products you use, it doesn't matter, does it? You can share that with anyone, um, mm-hmm. even your lash maps, that doesn't, and it just proves that that doesn't really affect your own business just by telling somebody what lashes you use
1: yeah definitely everyone's just so like happy to share what they do now and it's it's lovely to see
0: good okay um and then last question give me one unpopular opinion that you feel strongly about in the lash industry so something that you believe that you know might people might go oh, i'm not sure on that but then there will be a lot of people listening that go do you know what i agree with that
1: I think it's too easy for people to become a qualified lash tech and a lash trainer i think there needs to be more regulations in place to make sure that lash artists are actually doing their job properly um i see too many lash artists doing it you know they're money orientated rather than wanting the health and safety of their clients And I think the same goes for becoming a teacher. It's very easy to get into it. And it's very easy to not teach the correct curriculum and it's not been regulated properly.
0: Yeah, I think I would agree with that unpopular opinion. And I'm sure a lot of other people would. Um, And yeah, okay then um, just to end up, then where can people find you? I know you said earlier in the episode, but uh, just to end, where can people find you?
1: Um, so on Instagram and on Facebook, I'm known as Looks by Lul. Um, I've also got Looks by Lowell underscore academy for all training and the LBL underscore studio page where you can see myself and the girls I work with.
0: Nice one. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and doing this episode with me. I know, like I said, we had so many requests for you to come on to hear about a bit more about your story and how you use your Instagram account. So I feel like we've covered... Plenty of what people wanted to hear. Uh, So, thank you very much for. Well, you've taken a day off today and you're still working. So,
1: (laughs) it never stops, does it, Jamie? No, no, no. (laughs) No, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it.
0: No problem. Okay. And to everybody else, if you are listening to this and you've made it all the way through to the end, please can you do me a favor? Please can you take a screenshot or a picture of whatever you're doing right now whilst listening? And tag both myself Lash, uh, at slash base underscore jamie and also at looks by lol um, to show us that you're listening and any feedback that you want to give and we'll make sure we share the people that are listening as well if you've made it all the way to the end of this episode um, and that about wraps it up we'll be back again in a week's time with another new episode thank you very much for listening
1: thank you